when did you first meet Mark Pilgrim and, and how was he with people in general? So I need to get my years right. Probably 1998, I would think, uh, when I when I hosted, I was a sports anchor on 5FM, and, and Mark um, hosted a show on, on a Saturday afternoon and a Sunday afternoon, probably like from, from 4 to 6 or, or 5 to 7, somewhere there each evening. So myself um, and Mark Pilgrim and, and Ray White was on 7 or 2, but of course worked at SAFM and SABC too. Uh, you know, we were part of that team. And... I think we did that for about five years, you know. So, mm. uh, you know, often, as you would know, I mean, you're a good example. We we worked together at SFM, but we didn't meet often together, right? And yes. I probably haven't seen you in about three years myself, right? <laughs> but with, with Mark, um, because we worked on the same show, um, there, were, there was a long period of being together, you know, at least once a week or twice a week regularly. Mm. Can you describe to us the role and the impact he had, not just in broadcasting, but in journalism at large? Well, look, let's start with the media part. I mean, of course, he was essentially a DJ, so it's, it's very different to a newsy person, right? Um, but, but, he, but he had a great voice, right? He, he had a, a wonderful way of connecting with his audience. Um, and yes, he does come from a British background, and I think a lot of that does come through, right? Um, mm. He... I thought when he, when he, I always felt this um, when he did his music links to to the next song, um, he, he was not about you know loud fanfare, but 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 he was able to bring in some unique insights into the next song he's going to play, um, and and just get you thinking so much, and then playing a song that's very related to what what he's got you thinking, mm-hmm. and that that stayed consistent with him all throughout his broadcasting career. I mean, you know, he was at 5FM, but he also, he worked on many other platforms. And whenever I've heard him, that consistency was the same. So so he certainly always got me thinking. Um, you know, you know, whereas broadcasting or being a DJ was, was, was obviously his number one. You know, he did things at Big Brother, he did other TV shows. Uh, but, but for me, certainly, you know, and you know, as a as a presenter, there's a lot of conversations that take place when the mics are off, right? Yes. Um, he was he was always this really, really good guy, um, uh, very respectful, uh, a nice a nice charm about himself, a great a great smile, always had that, right? Um, and, and I think the type of overall good guy, very very little, well, I, I can't even say very little. I think no airs and graces, meaning confident about his work. And what he needed to do on the air is, is you need to be confident, but 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 never came across as like you know what, uh, this is me. Who the heck is the rest? Mm-hmm. No, I think uh, never was. And I think he 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 cared deeply about his audience. Um, I've noticed um, you know uh, often even with Five FM we we hardly ever took live calls because of the nature of the format, right? But but even if people called in and recorded like a voice note in those years, just his his off air rapport with them. Um, uh, was mm-hmm. was always special. I mean, so so what I'm saying is he he valued his he valued his listener. He's valued his audience uh, greatly. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's the hallmark of a, of a great broadcaster. But but also as as I tweeted the point that I think he's, he's he's been a champion of the airwaves because he's in his space. Um, he's been a preeminent force in his space and he's maintained it. And and I mean, you can see therefore from the tributes uh, across the board, you know, I always wonder when political parties start delivering tributes to you, uh, and you're not a political person, and I don't think he ever was, I never saw that, right? Uh, that, then you know you've, you've been able to yeah. reach out 
to all sectors of society. He was not just um, a person that was great in radio, but he also loved to share. He even shared his in his moments of pain uh, in his last days. He shared his journey through that with people live. So how do you then think people should remember him and, and, and the legacy and the legacy that he leaves behind? Yeah, and let's talk about the sharing. It's interesting. I met um, I met Sasha Martinengo at a, at a paddle court in Kilani just a few weeks ago, and we were talking about because you know Sasha did the show immediately after Mark Pilgrim, so we would we would overlap regularly, right? And we were talking about our colleague and friend, and and he was like saying, you know, like I did, I said, you know, we've left messages, but obviously in the last few months he hasn't been replying, understandably so. Um, and then we spoke about the sharing part. That I think the sharing part, look. We don't quite know why he shared it. Many people will share, many people will never share it. Now, it's it's not fair for me to form an opinion as to the why, mm. um, and he's not here to answer, and neither is his family, right? Accepting, I think, what's important is in sharing it, we had all, we were very much a part of his, of his living and his decline, because we could see that, right? And, and of course, every one of us, the entire country were hoping that somehow he'd recovered. Remember, he had cancer over 15 years ago. Uh, mm. The time when I'd met him, he had cancer already. And then it, it had receded completely, right? So fantastic. And it only came back, like, I think a year and a bit ago, right? Um, but in sharing it, he was able to, to remind people um, of the dangers and the risks of cancer. Um, I think he's been this, this cancer ambassador as well, all his, all his uh, broadcasting career, I remember that. But he was also able to remind people of the vulnerability that we all face um, with regards to illness and cancer. And also, I think, the need to share. Now, the sharing part is important because most people only want to share when they look good and they look cool um, at at events. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, he shared in his absolute most vulnerable moments. I was showing my wife this morning about pictures of the then and now, Mm -hmm. and and there's this frail-looking person. Uh, but, 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 I mean, what is he doing? He, he, he showed us that, that he was human, mm-hmm. you know. So today, right. he, Mark Pilgrim's gone, right? But what, what is left a legacy for, from, a, from an illness point of view is to remind us that, you know, we will all yes. die, right? Mm-hmm. That's one. But we will all die in very different ways. And, mm-hmm. and that none, even, even health is not permanent. Right. So, so be aware of that. And, and I thought that he did that very well. Very well. And, and I think that legacy in terms of, you know, show off yourself so people can yes. understand you and learn from you, I think is, is immense.